yeah, that was just a season of really looking inward and figuring out, okay, like what defines who I am? Who am I? Um, God, who do you say that I am? And am I going to trust that you're my provider over my career? Like, Mm. um, we should. Welcome to The Brave Place, where we journey into the lives of brave men and women who have beat the odds or who are in the trenches right now. Difference makers who have truly discovered the warrior that lives within and are living it out. This is the place that will inspire, encourage, enlighten, and challenge that brave person that lives deep down within all of us. Welcome back to The Brave Place. I'm your host, Christy Rodriguez, and I am here with a very special guest. I am so pumped up. Colton Dixon, welcome to The Brave What's Place. Up? Thanks for having me. It's going to be so fun. Yeah. Is this your first time hanging out in Arkansas? I've hung out in Arkansas before, but here with you guys, I think it might be my first time at Okay. Studio. Well, we appreciate you yeah. taking the time out to hang out and yeah, share with us parts of your story. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Okay. Happy to do it. Well, Colton, you have come a long way in the sense of, you know, people first saw you in the country, right? Through American Idol. Right. And that might be people's first thought of you, but I don't think that's their first thought of you anymore. Yeah, it's it's wild. It's been 10 years since American Idol, which... I don't know how to process that. Um, I feel old. <laughs> That's how I process that. Um, yeah, like it's such a big part of my story um, mm-hmm. and how I started. There's still some people who they'll see me on the side of the street and they're like, oh my gosh, you're that guy. Totally voted for you back from in the American day. Idol. Yeah. Um, and other people, they know the music um, mm-hmm. because you guys play the music. Thank you, by the way. Yeah. Um, but they've um, connected with the song. Yeah. And um, that's played a big part in their story. So it's really yeah. cool um, to hear that as well. I first saw you. I remember watching you on American Idol 10 years ago. Come on. A, Did a you big, vote? Um, I didn't vote. Well, thanks I'm for sorry. Your honesty. I, I was I too lazy it. to get off the couch, but I, <laughs> I loved watching the show and you were phenomenal. I mean, you were a top 10, sixth, seventh, seventh. Yeah. Okay. Which is amazing. Yeah. Thank you, man. It was such a fun run. Yeah. And so for me, it's really cool to have you in here, but I think even cooler than that is the message that you're spreading across the world and your music is making such an impact. I mean, nominated several Dove Awards, you know, you've got your hit singles, you know, Miracle is one of my favorites. I was jamming out to that earlier today. And then your most recent one, Build a Boat. Yeah. And tell me a little bit about Build a Boat. I mean, it's a powerful song. You're an amazing songwriter. Your lyrics are very moving and impactful. And so tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, it's about the story of Noah, but what I love about this story is how simple it is in the Bible. I think Hollywood gets it wrong so often that there's this big struggle between God and Noah. Um, Mm -hmm. but the Bible depicts it really beautifully. It's that God asked Noah to build an ark and Noah was obedient period. So I, I read that after having seen Evan Almighty and all these depictions and you see this huge back and forth of Noah or Evan not wanting mm-hmm. to do this. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's this simple and beautiful depiction. I thought I want to be like Noah when God asked me to do something that might seem crazy in my situation or in my circumstances, I serve a supernatural God. Mm. Um, so my job is to step out and to have faith. If we want to see the miracle, that is what is required. Right. Mm. Whether it's Peter stepping out of the boat or Noah constructing this ark in the middle of a drought, God asked him to do something because he said something was coming. He's trying to get something to us. And Mm -hmm. I think that the reward far outweighs that step of faith that we have to take. So Mm. that's kind of what the song's about. 
Wow. That's so good. Well, let me ask you, you were a part of writing that song. Yeah. So what inspired that in your own life? Do you feel like you have stepped out um, and done something kind of crazy that maybe you might normally not have done, but you just knew God was calling you to do it? Yeah. Um, even just in my career, there've been many times where it's like, Mm -hmm. I don't know how this is going to shake out, but, Mm -hmm. uh, here we go Um, because I know God's good and he's going to take care of us in my career. Um, was with the same label since American Idol. Um, we did three records. Mm-hmm. The third record just didn't connect the way we had hoped and mm-hmm. and got dropped by that label. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of, it was either end of 2018 or 19, um, maybe 18. And I thought that was it. Um, I uh, went through a couple weeks of not really knowing up from down. And, and uh, my wife said something really good. She said, um, what if this isn't a setback, but what if this is God setting you up for what's next? Mm. And I think so often we put our identity in what we do. And I was no exception to that. Um, my third record was called identity. Ironically enough, mm. um, should have known better doing a deep dive <laughs> do into that. all things. Right. <laughs> um, but, uh, it's, it's funny. I write songs and I so often need to revisit the content of those songs to apply in my own life. But yeah, that was just a season of really looking inward and figuring out, okay, like what defines who I am? Who am I? Um, God, who do you say that I am? And am I going to trust that you're my provider over my career? Like, Mm. um, we should, you know, and then with 2020, I had a chance to to put that into practice. Right? I was about to say, like, um, what, what about 2020 for you? Like the COVID hitting, was there panic? Like, first of all, your labels dropped you. Sure. Now you've got COVID. I mean, how are you, know, you dealing with all of that? It's funny because I, I kind of walked through a similar season. It wasn't quite as long or drawn out as mm-hmm. the COVID season was, but going through that process of having a label drop me, not knowing if music was in the future, um, but feeling like, God was still calling me to this and having to step out and push through regardless of how I felt or even the, I think the biggest thing for me, I, I don't love talking about the Enneagram. I'm a three, so I care way too much about what people think of me, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but even just knowing that people knew that I'm no longer with a label mm. and putting so much of my security and identity in that and stepping out anyway and continuing to do what I knew to do was right was tough on me. Mm-hmm. Um, but doing it anyway, I'm so glad that I did because it worked out and with a new label and all those things. But I walked through that season pre COVID mm. and I wrote a bunch of songs from my experience in that season for everyone else's experience as they were just beginning this journey of losing jobs and losing identity and having to, everything was halted. So there's nothing else to do, but to assess your life and where you are. And, and, um, I'm thankful that I was in that place, able to speak in other people's lives. It's wild. Everything is very much on purpose. His timing's purpose uh, on purpose and it's mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I just love the advice your wife gave you. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I mean, just, Found a good you know, woman. Yeah. yeah, like maybe this is just the next step of what God has for you, basically. Yeah. So what would you say if you had to describe that, like coming into that, yeah. that next phase where, okay, God's got something better here. The The thing that I had a hard time understanding and maybe realizing was God is always wanting to do a new thing in us. Like it says his mercies are new every morning, 
but that's not just looking at the bad things and turning the page and going, okay, today's a new day. Let's do a new thing. It's like, no, that even means the good things. Mm. I, for several years, rode on the coattails of idol and the momentum and the wave of that. And before I knew it, that wave had taken me all the way to shore and I had forgotten to turn around and paddle back out to catch another wave. Mm. And I think that if, if we, if we don't come up for air and ask God like, Hey, like what's, what's the new thing? Like, I'm going to enjoy this. Thank you for this, but never want to be so attached to it or grip it so tightly that when that thing fades, it hurts, Mm. right? If we have this posture of open hands, things can come in and come out and you're not affected by it, good or bad, Mm. right? It doesn't define who you are and um, had to learn that the hard way during that season. Mm. Well, and and speaking to that, I, I definitely think just in your line of work, you know, you really do have to know who you are. If you're going to survive. Yeah. Right. And, and not be, you know, fall into so many of the world's traps. Yep. And so I I did want to ask you about that. You being a Christian artist, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there's temptation everywhere for all of us anyway, but then you're also in this elevated position in a sense and from world standards, um, where you are, you're traveling everywhere. You're meeting tons of people. There's temptations everywhere. How have you been tested in that way? How have you navigated that? Yeah. Um, for me, the biggest thing has been believing the hype and that's good or bad. You know, my dad in maybe a different way kind of taught us just don't put your faith in what other people say about you. Mm. So I took that into don't believe the hype, good or bad. You have to be in a really good place and just kind of do it for entertainment purposes. If you want to read comments on anything, right? Mm. They can all be great comments, right? But you start to believe them, right? And you start to think that you are an elevated human being and that's really dangerous. I married the best woman on the face of the earth. She keeps my feet on the ground. (laughs) It's a great job at it. And um, yeah, but it can be a tricky thing. Like Mm -hmm. it just kind of all boils back to, am I putting my identity in who people say that I am? Or am I putting my identity in who God says that I am? Mm -hmm. And there's, there's a, I think one is arrogance and one is confidence, Mm. right? There's a big difference. Yeah. Um, Walking, boldly, um, not boasting in anything that I've done, but what God has done in me and in my story. And, and that is beautiful to me. It, mm-hmm. when, whenever I see that on someone else, I recognize it. And mm-hmm. it just, I'm like, man, I want more of that. Mm-hmm. Like just a confident human being, not in any gifting or anything that they have, but they're just like, man, look what God's done in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, newer guy on the scene, his name's Ben Fuller. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was oh, just yeah. so He's taken awesome. by that. Yeah. Um, he did a couple shows with us last year and we're just, he came off stage and just wept. It was like one of his first shows that he did. And uh, I wept with him. I'm like, man, whatever is happening here is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So it's so important. So to not lose that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, everything you're saying is so wise and I appreciate it so much. Mm-hmm. I think you're absolutely right. And it's what it's God doing through us. We mm-hmm. give him the glory for what he's doing. Yeah. And, but to keep that mindset, I mean, we're human. Oh yeah. Right. Yep. Do you have accountability group? Do you have sure. anybody yeah, that sure. you talk to? Yeah. Yeah. More on a practical um, yeah. side. It's so important to be in the word and we don't go based on what we feel like doing. If we did, I would be a, I would be an obese human being. <laughs> I would be, um, I, you know, I, I still, I still have to watch when my metabolism catches up, I'm, I might be in trouble. Um, but like, we just don't do everything that we feel like doing, right? Because it, it's not good for us. Mm. Um, 
But even in those days where I don't feel like spending time with God, I'm human. There are days where I don't feel like cracking open my Bible or opening the Bible app or going through a Devo. Um, and I don't every day, mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. But yeah. on the days where I, I think, oh, I need to do this, mm-hmm. I just I just do it regardless mm-hmm. if I feel like it or not. Mm-hmm. Um because like I said, God is always wanting to do a new thing and mm-hmm. it can come from spending five minutes from him. Mm-hmm. I think he's really gracious mm-hmm. with our time. Um, yeah. We serve a really gracious God and mm-hmm. he just wants to be a part of it. Whatever mm-hmm. your life looks like, he wants to be a part of it mm-hmm. and he wants you to make him a part of that. It's a relationship, you know, and I've learned that even growing up, um, grew up in church and at times it felt religious and like there's a, a set of things that I had to do and not do and And I've just learned that like, man, whatever it is, even if it's a struggle, just bring it to God. Mm. Um, He wants to be included Mm -hmm. in that too. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just making those things non-negotiables in Mm -hmm. your life. Whether it's like brushing your teeth, hopefully that's a non-negotiable in your life or, you know, whatever. Just include it with that going, okay, today, if I don't accomplish anything else, I'm going to do this Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be better for it. And you will be. 100%. Well, to me, that viewpoint is looking at God, not as a a genie on the shelf that you pull down whenever you feel like it, but as, as a need, like when you connect it with brushing your teeth, we, that's a need that we need to do. We want to stay healthy and be okay. Right. And, and I think it's the same way. So I appreciate that analogy. Mm -hmm. Now talking about your wife, let's, let's go there for a minute. So you met her where, tell me about that. Yeah, of course. Um, we met in California. I just come off of American Idol. We were kind of stationed out there rehearsing for the tour that would ensue, okay. you know, after yeah. that show. Were you looking for a wife? No. Um, I actually felt so strong during that season that I was not supposed to date. Okay. I was just like, there was so much going on. I was so yeah. busy. It would have been yeah. unfair to both parties, you know, had I tried to do that. But I met her and it was literally just like the light bulb went off. And I was like, wow, we started talking and... um kind of asked her what she wanted to do. She had no idea who I was, by the way, which is just really refreshing at the time. And she said that she wanted to do ministry. She wanted to travel. Mm. She was helping with worship at a church out there, you know, at the time. Wow. Does she sing? She does. She's got just the sweetest um, voice of an angel. It's just one of those really soft, airy, beautiful voices. Uh It's just, uh, it's amazing. I'm trying to to get her to do more of it, but, but yes, it was like God was handing her over on a silver platter. Like what more could you want? She's also just drop dead gorgeous. Yeah. (laughs) So all of the boxes, I'm like, there's nothing else on my list. This is amazing. Um, but like I said, I felt like I did not need a date. So we, we would text back and forth occasionally. Um, she came out and saw one of the shows, um, in Texas, actually, it wasn't until, the last night of the tour, we had a layover in LA before I went back home to Nashville, Tennessee, asked her if she was there. If she wanted to go out and grab a milkshake at like a classic <laughs> diner in LA. We did. That was our first date. And, um, I think four years later we were married. Wow. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this on the first date. Did you know? Um, it was pretty close. If it wasn't the first date, it was definitely within the first month. Yeah. Um, I think she would say the same thing too. I just, mm-hmm. um, I just knew you just have peace about certain things or certain people and sure. And, um, I definitely was interested in Annie, um, mm-hmm. but I just had this, I don't even know really how to articulate it. It was just mm-hmm. this overwhelming supernatural peace about her. Mm-hmm. And whenever I thought about the future, I just started 
imagining it with her. Mm. And that's kind of like, okay, this is either really creepy or this is from God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, it's one of those things that maybe it's best to keep it to yourself until he tells the other person. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But um, we started dating and and it was pretty obvious where it was headed, Mm -hmm. but we were long distance the whole four years. So that's why it took us a little longer to yeah <laughs> to to make the the jump, but I'm glad we did. Well, how has marriage grown you? Oh man, someone told me once that if you want to do more for the kingdom, stay single, and if you want to look more like Jesus, get married. Oh wow! And it is dead on, man, because when you get married to someone like minded, you're going to sharpen each other. Yeah, right, and that. That pruning season and that sharpening season is not, it doesn't tickle. I'll put it that way. Oh, yeah. It, it can be painful and uncomfortable, but you are better because of it. So she shows me things about myself that I wouldn't have seen otherwise and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, so marriage was was a reality check of, well, I'm a selfish dude and I've, you know, and mm-hmm. I want to do things my way. And and now I'm I'm having to lay that aside. Mm-hmm. Um, I should be doing that, you know, realizing mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. um, it's a, every day is an opportunity to, to kind of lay that down and serve your spouse. You just pray that they're doing the same thing. <laughs> wow. No um, kidding. Well, I, yeah. I've always thought if you want to learn how selfish you are, get married. Oh, a thousand percent. I mean, that's, yeah. that'll reveal yeah. Yeah. your, your issues pretty quickly. Yeah. And so. if you, if you want to put a magnifying glass on that, have kids. <laughs> yeah. I, well, and I wanted to talk to you about that. Yeah. So you've got two twins yes. or, or one set of twins, two beautiful little yes. girls. Not two sets of twins. They're going to Right. Well, and they're going to be two, right? Yes, they Coming just up tur- this they month. They just turned two. Okay. So they, they just turned yeah, two. Yeah. We just had a party for them and, um, two girls, their names are Athens and Dior and we're millennials. So, you know, <laughs> we went for it. Um, Man, having kids, like I said, it just kind of puts a magnifying glass on that already Mm -hmm. like pruning and sharpening season that you're in. There are some days where, you know, it's my wife and I and we're in the thick of it. And, you know, I have the thoughts like, are we going to get to do what we want to do ever again? You know, it's Mm. like it can be difficult. But at the same time, there's nothing I wouldn't do for them. And I think even just how it's affected my relationship with God. One of ours had kind of a rocky start Mm -hmm. and spent a week in the NICU. I just remember walking up and, and holding her little hand, Mm -hmm. you know, or she was holding on to my Mm -hmm. pinky actually. And just having this thought, there's nothing I would do, wouldn't do for her. Mm -hmm. And just kind of that gentle Holy spirit tug is like, Mm -hmm. I feel the same about you. Mm. It's like just undone, you know, right there in the NICU. Yeah. My relationship with the Lord has definitely gone deeper since having kids. Yeah. You hear that growing, I grew up in church Yeah, and I feel like I've heard that a lot, Yeah, you don't fully understand Yeah, until they're right there and you have that thought. Yeah. I, I think for me, you know, my own son, I look at him and I've had the same revelation. Okay. This is what God means when he says, I love you no matter what. Yeah. Like, I feel like my kid could do anything. Yeah. I mean, he could, I don't know, go burn the building or whole yeah. neighborhood. And I'd be like, I love you. Uh, yeah. But you I know what I'm you. saying? Like, nothing changes that. Yeah. That and, decision uh, was dumb, but I love you. Yeah, that was stupid. <laughs> but you're still awesome in my heart forever. That's, that's right. And uh, and yeah, for sure. And I know that God wired us that way just yeah. so that we would understand that. Yeah. Yeah. What do you love about being a dad? Everything. Mm-hmm. Um, even the, even like the ugly stuff, mm-hmm. like, 
It's and there, there's man, there have been some diapers. Um, but like, <laughs> do but you change either, the diapers? I I did more so at first. Yeah. But then I think my wife was kind of like, I've got diapers from now on. If you want to like, <laughs> if you want to do the bottles, and um, I didn't realize my time would be more taken up by doing the bottles. Um, but man, I'll be happy when we're out of the bottle season. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, but then they won't need bottles anymore. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, we're trying to cherish every season as it comes, but, um, they're to a point now to where even in their own language, they're starting to have conversations with us and they're wanting to tell us about stuff and they're, they get excited. And mm-hmm. I wish I would have thought to, to film when I walked through the door just a couple weeks ago, it was like, it, what what you would think a dad being away for a week and then mm-hmm. coming back they were just so excited just mm. screaming like stomping dancing around and it was just joy is the only word yeah um but um being a dad is my favorite thing in the world mm. uh, apart from what i do for a living my wife being a husband um there's just something so special about being their dad I yeah love it. what do they call you i'm i'm dada Okay. Yeah. Yep. I'm dad. Like the first time you heard that, what did that feel like? I I wept like a little girl. Just <laughs> man, I could cry thinking about it. Aww. It was just the sweetest yeah. thing. Um, one of them called me Colton the other day. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> um, my wife was like, "Hey, what's what's dad dad's other name?" And, and they go Colton, and I'm just like, "That that felt weird." You know, <laughs> like it's really cute. That felt weird. <laughs> Dad, dad's good, sweetheart. Oh, <laughs> well, that's adorable. Yeah. Now, are, right now, are, are they in Nashville hanging they out are, at the they're house? They're actually in Tulsa. So we okay. saw them earlier today. Um, okay. Yeah. I stayed with them last night. We, we started this whole journey in Kansas City. So we've been making our rounds and, and got to uh, see the fam on a work trip, which never happens. So that was really cool. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah. In-laws are there in Tulsa. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. And let me ask you this. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now every time that i feel like i make a plan i feel like god's plan is so much better mm. so i've kind of it's not that i don't make plans i'm i just don't hold on to them very tight mm-hmm. um so in 10 years like where would i love to be it's like well yeah i would love to be selling out arenas and and mm-hmm. you know i would still love to be doing this because i I really believe in what I do mm-hmm. and I just love people, love mm-hmm. reaching people mm-hmm. and um, especially people outside the church. I just have a heart for those people because mm-hmm. um, they need Jesus too, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's where I would hope to be. Mm-hmm. Um, would love to have my family on the road with me, you know? Yeah. Um, but what God has in store, I have no idea. Um, so I just try to stay open and, mm-hmm. and um, time away is that's where God shows you mm-hmm. things and he mm-hmm. reveals things to you. And, and so I try to do as much of that as I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you love about Christian radio? I mean, why Christian radio? Yeah. I grew up listening to Christian radio. So I, I love it. I know the impact of it because it's impacted me growing up. It's, it's wild. Just the timing, you know, I would turn on the radio would need to hear a specific thing. And lo and behold, someone's written a song about it. And that was a song that was playing at that time. Um, I don't think that's coincidence. Um, but I'm, I'm thankful to now be on the other side of, of radio, Mm -hmm. getting to be a part of someone else's story. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, even just getting to play shows, Mm -hmm. um, for people 
seeing the power of radio right there in front of you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the radio songs because they're singing them, which right. is wild, blows my mind. Right. But we have a front row seat in what God is doing in their life in that exact moment with mm-hmm. that song. And it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what you guys do, mm. right? You are, you're feeding people spiritually. Mm. Yeah. That's so good. Well, what would you say to our listeners as we wrap up? Um, let's say they're just going through a trying time right now. Yeah. And they just need a word of encouragement from yeah. Colton Dixon, which I would yeah. call you an evangelist, honestly. Like you're mm-hmm. an artist slash evangelist. I, I've seen you in concert. I've seen you just speak to the crowd and you're an amazing voice box for the Lord, not just singing, mm-hmm. but with your words. You're just mm-hmm. a powerful communicator. And uh, I just want to know what you would say to our listeners right now who are struggling. They're in a pit yeah, and they just need maybe a word of hope. Yeah. Um, I think we all would raise our hands if we were asked if we wanted to see a miracle in our lives, mm-hmm. right? We would want to experience that. Even if you're not like struggling in the moment, you're like, yeah, well, I would, I want to see a miracle. But what we don't think about is y- you would need to be in a place to need a miracle, right? And sometimes that means you're in the valley. You're maybe you were on the hilltop, you were looking out, view was great, but now you're in the grind and the thick of it and you can't see the end that's where faith comes in. If we could see it, it wouldn't be faith. Mm -hmm. Just don't give up. Mm. Like, I mean, like Noah building an ark, it was a drought, like not a cloud in the sky. Right. But he felt like he needed to build a boat and, um, don't give up just before the miracle happens. Mm -hmm. That would be my advice. Oh, that's so good. And I don't know about you, but, um, today, um, I'm 43. I've lived a little, I've still got a lot left. But I feel like today for the first time in a long time, I'm grateful for the valleys, mm. you know, because yeah. it, I know and this is where my That's faith right. is going to be tested and it's going to grow yep. and I'm going to experience God the most. That's where it happens is in the valleys. That's exactly right. And uh, so I, I appreciate it. That's a good word. Mm. And just thank you so much for hanging out with us. Man, thank you for just great conversation. Yeah. Um, so great. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Enjoyed well, you're it. a blessing and not just through your music, but through your words too. Just Thanks your songwriting, and then whenever you're on stage, just, and then interviews like this. So we're grateful for you. If anybody wants to find you, Colton, how can they do that? Uh, website's really difficult to remember. It's coltondixon.com. That's, okay. that's got all the social media. Okay, let me write that stuff. down. Hold on. Time out. All right. Yep. Coltondixon.com. Thank you so much for joining us again for another episode of The Brave Place. If you have any questions or you have any ideas of anybody you want us to interview here, you can email me, Christy at thebraveplace.org or Christy at klrc.com. Christy spelled C-H-R-I-S-T-Y. Until then, have a brave day. Thanks for listening to The Brave Place, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.